Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? This is episode 49. Happy Juneteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Start out with our shout outs. We're going to start out with the first and foremost. Shout out to black women, period. Um, but I also want to do some other oh, shout outs as well. You know what I mean? Because when you shout out black women, it's just, yo, appreciate it. <laughs> there's no, there's no addendums. There's no, there's no additives. It's thank you. But yeah, sure. shout out to white people in the middle of America who are protesting the anti black lives matter protest. <laughs> Niggas are brave. They are brave. Cause that's, that's a harrowing experience trying to protest by yourself in the middle of racist ass middle America. Yeah, bro. That, that requires, that's a lot of inner strength right there. I'm yeah, saying, man. I appreciate that. Like, as I said, I can't, I can't speak to the veracity of their activist lives, but in this moment, very much appreciate the, the, the sentiment because we need all hands on deck to make this thing work. Cause this is a very powerful moment we have in America right now. Absolutely. But yeah, man, um, let's move on to the somber part real quick. Um, we have some RIPs. Uh, RIP to uh, Oluwatoyin Salau from Tallahassee, Florida. 19-year-old Black Lives Matter activist, Nigerian-American. Uh, yeah, that's right. Murdered in one of the most heinous ways by somebody who had garnered her, her, uh, her trust through use of taking advantage of her, of her situation. Um, we need to protect our black women. Um, also RIP to Nakia Crawford. She passed away quite some time ago in Akron, Ohio, murdered at a stoplight. And it's gone for about a year now with no, with no progress in her case. But now people are starting being more aware of the situation, uh, of black lives in America are starting to reopen the case and look for, for the murderer. And I believe that they've actually apprehended three men in, in reference to this murder. So RIP to Nakia. Hopefully you get some justice. Alrighty. So have you been watching anything? Yeah, I've been, okay. uh, actually, yeah, I've been watching a lot of stuff. I finally caught up on, um, flash season six or season five. I can't remember which one it is, but pretty sure ah, it doesn't matter, but I finally mm -hmm. caught up on the latest season of flash that's on Netflix right now. It was pretty good. Um, I really like the crossover. This is my first time watching an entire DC crossover. Nice. Usually I just watch Flash and then it jumps in the crossover mm -hmm, episode mm -hmm. and I just keep going. My question but, real quick. Mm -hmm. Did they have the Black Lightning crossover in this? Yeah, Black Lightning was in, was in this crossover. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So I'm excited it was to hear about dope. this. Go ahead. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's basically uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm -hmm. um, basically the monitor and anti-monitor story where like the anti-monitor is trying to destroy everything and the monitor is trying to prevent the anti-monitor from destroying everything. And it's going to require all the heroes to stop him. So I really liked it because they had a lot of really dope guest stars. Um, Kevin mm. Conroe is in it playing um, Batman from the future. Mm. And it's not just Batman from the future. It's like dystopian future Batman where he's given up and he's murdered Superman. Is there any, super, is there any future in which it's not dystopian with Batman? Yeah, this is very like, true. That's it, always his storyline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think it's, it takes him over for sure. Exactly. And I think that's a cool part of the character that they've started adding in since Frank Miller is that his dark side. Yeah eventually turns him dark yeah, <laughs> you know what like, i mean it's basically human psychology you yeah. don't do shit like that day in day out and then not have it affect especially you. being a broken person to begin with because exactly i think i overwhelmingly at this point in time we can understand that batman is a character who's had rampant mental health issues since yep. he was a child hello yep. we know post-traumatic stress disorder from witnessing your parents death could affect the rest <laughs> of your life so yeah i'm glad that they, i'm glad that that's part of his story now but yeah yeah, but it, it was it was cool, man. I really liked it. I like seeing um, Tom Welling came back from Smallville. Nice, nice. Um, Brandon Routh played both Superman from uh, another alternate universe Superman in addition to his character that he usually plays, which is Ray Palmer, the Atom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was it was pretty dope. Um, shout out to DC for that. I I really enjoyed that. So I also saw a couple animes that I've been anime movies that I've been meaning to see nice, for a while. Nice. I saw both Your Name, Kimi no Nawa. Oh, I love um, that. Okay, I've seen that, so we could definitely talk about that. I love that that, cool. that movie. I fucked with. That. I was really surprised by that. It was, it, it was like shout out to David Ishizaka who put me onto that. I really appreciate him because that is not an anime that I would have chosen to watch same. on my own, and that's why it took me so long too. Mm -hmm. 
because it's not typically something that I would watch. But when it came out, like so good, so <laughs> it, it had like all the best reviews. It was doing gangbusters, and I was like, really? What is this that just keeps throwing? It's showing up in my like purview. And so it, I put it on the mental list to watch, and I eventually got around to it, and I was I was I very. I think I mentioned that, that to you when I watched. Yeah, you it. did. Okay, you, a couple months back. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yes. I actually I think it was more than that. Like a year or so. <laughs> Damn that long. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. I also saw um, I think Koino Katachi, which is the shape of voice or the shape. Yes, of sound. I saw that. Oh. That one was. Well, that's the same guy who made the other who made Voice of. It makes uh, sense. Yeah, it's that the same makes guy. sense. And and what really kind of drew me into uh when david was explaining to me these animes when he was putting me onto them was that he doesn't believe in happy endings and so it's a running theme that there will be an ending but it's very <laughs> unlikely to be happy but what i liked is that they were real endings yes absolutely. they were it's not that it wasn't absolutely. happy they just were realistic <laughs> it's exactly how i would expect those things to unfold so i i thought they were amazing and but yeah, mm-hmm. I loved um, Konakatachi because that was that was an incredible story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I love the journey of the main character. That's same, what I really like. Same in, in 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 what is your name? Yeah, in your yeah. name. It's like I, I love how it starts off. He starts off as like this douchey kid mm-hmm. who like wants to somehow reach out to this girl that there's an obvious disconnect in between the two mm-hmm. of them. And because he's a child, he has no idea how to bridge that gap. And it ends up, he ends up being an d- asshole, which is the easiest thing to do is just to be a dick. Mm-hmm. So I, I really, really, oh man, I, I really liked how it unfo- that rippled outwards and unfolded with everyone from the mom to the, yeah. to the, to the deaf girl, to the deaf girl's family, to the main oh, character's family, man. to his friends. It was, and then it just, it, it, I loved how it expanded outward and then it hit a point and it just started come back into the resolution. It was, yeah. it was well done. That uh, I don't remember what the name of the director is who did those two animes, but he, he's amazing. He's just an amazing storyteller. And I mean, it's sad because from what I understand, he's extremely depressed all the time. And so he goes through a lot of emotional stuff and that's why he doesn't put out more anime. That makes but sense. He's so good at it. And it makes me so sad that artists like two are an artist who is really engrossed in their art gets gets so engrossed that they they end up feeling those feelings yeah they they end up like internalizing um, those feelings the, yeah uh, uh uh the director slash creator of um evangelion oh yeah well well that was actually i think that evangelion was him projecting his emotional distress out into an anime to try to get it out of him <laughs> that's what it felt that's what evangelion felt like when it, when you look at shinji it totally feels like the projection of Absolutely. of just like of a hopeless character. a young boy who grew into a man who was functional but did nothing to heal any of his wounds, and this is his catharsis. That's what Evangelion feels like to me. <laughs> yeah, that one's yeah. I, I really like all the 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 themes that are below the surface. You know, what I'm saying it's like yeah <laughs> the 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 family themes that that come through in both um uh and Your Name. Mm-hmm. They. It's. I really, really like that dynamic that the that the author has put forth, man. Well, it they, cool. it, it, the story feels complete when you just watch the main character and the side characters just interact on a on a general storyline. It's one thing, but it's another thing when they do the world building to bring in yes. all of the ancillary characters. Yes. And all of his movies do that. Yeah. And all the, the ancillary characters yeah, right. randomly kind of come in and become main characters. And they have yeah. They had add a whole lot of weight to the story. Because it's, it's crazy because all of them have like weird like uh, sci-fi elements to them, mm-hmm. but at the same time feel so viscerally real in the interactions. Like the people always feel real in these yeah. animes. And Man, that's, I like, think it's really hard to do because they're coming from a whole another cultural paradigm. Yeah. My favorite scene in Koenakatachi is when I'm, it was the first time the main character realized that he's being an asshole, right? When the girl yeah. gets transferred out of the school mm-hmm. and his mom has to go and apologize to her and pay her the money back for yeah. the hearing oh. aids that he threw away. Oh, when he realized that, man. the effect that it has on him and his mom returns and, spoiler alert, she has like a bruise on her face and an earring is ripped out. Like, she goes to meet the mother of the deaf girl who the main character abuses and she apologizes to her and pays her. And then... You don't see what she's saying because you're seeing it from the main character's perspective. And off in the distance, the girl who abused her mother uh, gestures something to his mother. And they walk off screen. And when he comes back, 
his mother's ear is bleeding and her face is bruised. And I, that was such a powerful moment. Like mm. he didn't, he didn't explain, he didn't show you. He didn't say, you just, all you show was the main character is like, oh shit, I fucked up. Yeah. And other people are paying the price <laughs> yes. for my mistakes. Yes. Yeah, it was such was, a good movie, man. I really enjoyed that one for sure. That was, Those are two great catches. Highlight of my viewing experience for this, this past week for sure. But yeah, I haven't watched much. I only watched, um, I watched an Amanda Seals stand-up. That's kind of been the theme of what I've been doing for the last, like, four days, which is, um, I've really been trying to educate myself, honestly, you know? Um, and so we'll move on from the watching, because honestly, like, there, there's been something that's been heavy on my heart. And so this might end up being a pretty short episode, because I ended up, do like, researching this, talking to people for the last four days, and I was expecting to do this big, long dissertation but by the end of it i realized no <laughs> all of my feelings probably needed to be reassessed and so one thing i've been noticing that's been going on recently and and i i, I watched amanda seals and i didn't talk about it much but i only bring her up to say like she does a lot to bring to mind the abuse that happens to to black women in this culture and it's something that I was never particularly privy to because I'm I'm I don't surround myself with abusers. I don't abide by people who who abuse people. Right. I I wasn't raised to abuse people. I don't come from a culture of abuse like that. And so it was really hard for me to connect with the idea that in America the idea that black women are the lowest rung of the ladder is not just a, a socioeconomic one. It's one that pervades the psychology of people and how they deal with black women. Mm -hmm. And so I, I did a lot of talking with my mom, with my sister, um, with a good friend. Uh, I shout her out almost every other episode, Crystal. And they really, and the thing is, is when you surround yourself with strong women, you don't see these things because mm -hmm. strong women. They're not going to put that on they, front street all the time. It, it's hard for me. I, I don't want to say they don't get abused. But strong women, I find, surround themselves with people who respect them. They, they do not abide by people who would do things like hit a woman in the face with a skateboard. Mm -hmm. They don't do those kind of things. And so having surrounded myself with strong women, I was disconnected from the plight of the vulnerable, vulnerable women in my community. And so I, I, heard, I saw what was going on. And I immediately reacted like, this is bullshit. And, it, and it's not. It's absolutely not. As men, we need to start standing up more. When we see bullshit, like people recording themselves abusing women with their friends laughing in the background, stop spreading that shit. Yep. Stop, shit. stop propagating images of black pain, especially black women's pain when they don't deserve it. Because nine times out of 10, when I see these videos, these men are beating these women because the women reject them. And that is such a, that, that just is the most, it's, it's a, such a low, low way of behaving. It's outside of the, like, I don't even, I can't connect to that kind of trash. Right. I can't. Like those people are so far outside of the purview of my understanding that it's hard to deal with them. And so I don't, it took me a while. It, it took me four days of intensive being spoken to, researching, engrossing myself in this issue to start to realize, okay, there is a huge fucking problem here. There is a huge problem where people can, can abuse women on camera, black women on camera with people laughing in the background. That shit is out of control. It's not, and it would be a different thing if, like, it was a situation where you saw a woman being abused, and then you saw people sweep swooping in to to stop this or or to give you know to 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 give retribution for her. That's not what's happening. It's a bunch of fuck niggas laughing in the background, and so that has really cued me into okay, maybe this is a cultural problem. Now, this whole thing about patriarchy and bullshit, this is that's woke white liberal virtue signaling. This is a epidemic of self-hate in the black community. To beat a black woman for, by a black man is the height of self-hate. This is not patriarchy. Mm -hmm. This is insecurity. This is 
lack of, of education, this is lack of, of all forms of, of, of upbringing. There is nothing cultivating these people. These, these, these people who are perpetrating these acts of violence on black women are, they're part of, they're part of a, a, a subsection of society that's been so denigrated that they don't even know how to, to express themselves. And so they go straight to violence when their insecurity is triggered. Mm-hmm. And, and so as black people, we need to start to, to coalesce more strongly around this. I never want to fucking see a, a picture of a group of black boys beating on a black girl and laughing ever in my life. Like this shit is starting to really make, really like get me to another level. You know what I mean? To where I want to, it, it makes me want to, to to grab the toolie and sit on the corner. You know what I mean? Like someone needs to go out and defend these women because the problem is, is that the strong black men are doing like what I do. They surround themselves with strong black women at the neglect of vulnerable black women. And we can't keep doing that. We can't keep doing that. We can't keep calling them queens and treating them like trash. This is not, this is not an okay thing. And so I just wanted to point that out because it, it, it really has like encompassed a huge amount of, uh, of my attention recently and probably going to be going forward. Like I had to apologize to because of the fact that I know all the women around me are so strong. I don't go out and, and fervently advocate for their protection, even though being black women means they are in danger, no matter how strong they are. And so. I definitely want to put out the, the the call to yo, black brown, any any man who considers himself a good person needs to start taking up a a a take taking up their 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 responsibility to look out for the people who are most denigrated. If we want to say black lives matter, women black women's lives matter. And one thing I will tell you is that if black women leave black men, black men are fucked. Because black men don't, don't, don't do shit without black women. That's Period. Black men do whatever black women find it cool. If black women are on Instagram, black, black men are on Instagram. <laughs> if black women are, are, uh, think that, that, that XYZ is cool, black men follow. Rightfully so. That's the natural order. Natural order is for the women to choose the fitness signals and the men to achieve those fitness signals. And so we need to start to get back to the place where when women call for, for, for us to be better, we respond to that. I'm tired of fucking future. This is my problem with the fact that record labels pay black men to perpetrate shitty standards. Stop paying future to talk about drugs and being a fucking prolific fucking baby daddy stop stop it is bad and it is hurtful it is hurtful to black women and it is creating a generation of black men who don't fucking understand how to treat women and i'm sick and tired of this shit because we are at a moment where we can have a great amount of progress but there will be no progress if we leave behind black women period so with that point made um i'm gonna try to go into some more <laughs> less serious topics at this point because that right there we need to honor black woman magic because they make a lot of shit happen yes sir black men make great music because of black mu- black women black muses you are on the right track black muses yes they are our muses and we need to stop we need to stop treating them like like they aren't and we need to, you know, and I, and I don't mean to elevate them to some supernatural position because they are humans. They will make mistakes. They'll fuck up. They'll do all of those things. But just like every other human, they shouldn't be denigrated for that. They should still be honored because no great person is ever f- focused. They, we never focus on a great person's mistakes. We always focus on the great things that they do. You know what I mean? So when you have, you know, the here, the, the, the few instances here or there when a black woman might make a mistake in public, chill. She has every right to make a fucking mistake in public. We could talk it out. Don't just tell, we got to stop flying off the handle telling, oh, bitch, you crazy, this and that. Nah, <laughs> B. 
Nah, B. And don't get me wrong. I've been very critical of black women before. Hello, this is, this is episode 49. There's tons of episodes where I'm critical of black women because they are people. But what I don't agree with is the denigration of black women and violence towards black women. You can be critical of people. That's, that's just natural. You got to be critical of the things that you love the most. That's how they get better. But what you shouldn't do is be violent towards people, especially when that person has done absolutely nothing to you. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I've definitely seen many times growing up, like, a chick, like, Plantation High. I've definitely seen <laughs> niggas get their ass beat by a chick. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, we've man. seen that. But that's, I remember Erica. Erica yeah, Erica <laughs> you know exactly hands. what I'm talking about. Erica but, had them hands. But you know what I'm saying? Like, the fact of the matter is, is that she was fighting because of this very issue that we're talking about Mm -hmm. if black men respected black women on a larger scale if the black men could deal with their insecurity and self-hate better black women would have to beat your ass so damn much (laughs) that's that and that's where i'm at with it now because i you know i used to definitely be on the Nah, man, women are here. We love them, blah, blah, blah. Don't but at the same time, you can't do away with the fact that more than any other demographic, black women are accosted and assailed with no recourse. And that shit I find to be unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement definitely doesn't care. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, well, I mean, that's the thing the is, cracks, is that man. they care as long as it's a black man who did it. True. As long as they can fuck up a black man. They'll be more than happy to try to try to go find them, but they yeah, don't to do go that investigate. shit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> they don't do that shit for white men. And guess what? If it's a white dude, they're gonna let that nigga off. But yeah, as I said, I just want to reaffirm: all support goes to black women, transgender women, people who are being oppressed right now. All all of my support goes out to you. Because guess what? It's not my decision to choose what your gender is. It's not my decision to choose how you live your life. It's my decision to, to, to respect you. And it's my decision to give everyone the right to express themselves however the fuck they feel. And so, yeah, I'm definitely taking a hard stand on that. But, um, and, it, and it sucks because this will bring me into my first entertainment topic, which is um, the J. Cole no-name beef. Mm-hmm. This is an example of where this is not that. This is not that at all. So just to give a little background, No Name put out a tweet talking about your favorite rappers ain't doing shit. Paraphrased. J. Cole, several weeks later or days later, responded with a song called Snow on the Bluff, where he literally says, you're right, queen. You're more educated than me. We need you, but what I don't want you to look at me like the enemy. Like we're not the enemy because we don't know the right way to go about this. So when when you when you want to approach your allies, try not to attack us because right. we're here for you. We love you. We want to work with you. We recognize that you're the thought leader right now. This is a teachable moment, essentially. And so the response to that is that J. Cole is a misogynist. And that he should never he he he's whack he's corny he he doesn't know how to respect women, which is complete bullshit. And then no name furthermore goes out and puts a, after after calling him out for wasting time on a song about her when George Floyd is crying for his mama. She then goes out and puts out a song about it. This is this is a what what I'm seeing here is a huge issue with generational communication. No name is a child. She's she's a black woman, but in terms of maturity, she's a child. She does not know how to share ideas in an effective way. She knows how to talk to people who agree with her. Absolutely. But she has no idea how to develop productive conversation. And it's not just her. I'm not attacking her for that. Her entire fucking generation is stuck in this weird situation where they can only express themselves in 140 characters. 
anytime you address them in a more in-depth discussion, you're attacking them. <laughs> you're not, it's not a critique, it's an insult. And it, it's effectively pretty much stalled out. Meaningful conversation. Meaningful conversation from the celebrities. That's why Kendrick Lamar don't even say shit. He just go protest. He don't even address none of you fuck niggas. Because that's fuck nigga shit. When you attack the people who are trying to fucking march with you. That's fuck nigga shit. If we walking down the road to the bus stop and I punch you in the face for no reason, that's a fuck nigga move. We was just chilling. Going to the same destination. And you're now going to make it so that if we reach that destination, it's going to be uncomfortable when we have to sit next to each other? <laughs> Why would you do that? That makes no sense. It is counterproductive. And what what further... I thought it was an isolated incident with maybe her and, and J. Cole because of the of the of the air between them. But I watched a, a discussion she had with Boots Riley, who's an OG activist for decades now. And I'm about to talk about some other stuff he's doing later, but she had a conversation with him and he's trying to break down his decades of experience and she's rolling her eyes at him. <laughs> That's when I realized, oh, okay, she's just here for the likes. She just here for the likes. She here for the likes and the retweets. She want to start her book club. Like, yes, nigga, reading is great, but working together is better. Because mm -hmm. guess what? When you're working with someone, whether or not they read or not, you can educate them. But what you can't do is educate someone who you're alienating consistently for no fucking reason. And so it really, really, like, it was really tough for me going through this whole past few days trying to 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 really understand the plight of the black woman and at the same time a well-to-do black woman is attacking black men for no reason it's it, it's really it's really disheartening but i think that the issue with the greater community is one of as i said before psychological mental illness self-hatred insecurity but the one with with with, with no name is an inability to communicate it's a hubris that one has to think that everything you do is better than them and you're above, you're above all critique. That they got all the answers, Sway. And so I feel like it's a successful psyop because it has successfully derailed the conversation that all of these really intelligent, well-meaning black activists, entertainers are bringing to the table. Because let me tell you, there's nothing stronger than the, than the activist entertainer. If you can bring me, not, look at Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, I would consider an activist entertainer. He's an entertainer, but he is willing to be active in the role of changing for progress. Mm -hmm. And that dude is able to, to, to spread information like no one's business. Better than any activist. Better than Tef Poe, who is an amazing activist. who He's on the ground doing shit. Better than any activist I know, Dave Chappelle can get a thought out there. J. Cole can get a thought out there. But they're being derailed. Well, I shouldn't say they. The, the, the rapper spectrum of the entertainment field is being derailed by this stupid conversation because now you can't go, you can't, you can't go to a rapper's Twitter page without having them being attacked as a misogynist now. And it's like, yo, these are niggas who have been consistently on the side of progress when it comes to the chauvinistic ways of our uh, of our country. Why? Why are you attacking them? Because they because he said, hey, man, you, you your tone is really strong right now. You're going to drive people away. I am literally trying to prostrate myself in front of you. But most niggas won't do that. And guess what? Those most niggas are the ones who are willing to put their toes on the ground. Those are the niggas who are going to go down and, and participate in the civil unrest that makes your vote worth anything. Because this is something let me I wanted to bring up. Your vote means nothing if they're not scared of you. If you're voting for someone who is not scared of you, they will not listen to you, period. That is how American politics works. I'm not saying that's how all democracies work. I'm just saying that in America, politicians are recalcitrant to the opinions of the public. They do not want to fuck with you. Mm -hmm. They only fuck with you when they're scared. You got to force them. And so why would you alienate the niggas whose 
feet are on the ground. Because that's my big thing. It's like, yo, I'm glad you've been doing Zooms and you've got a book club and you, you, you circulate petitions. But you don't put your body on the line, which you shouldn't have to as a black woman. But then why would you be attacking someone who is? Attack someone who's not. Trust me. Why aren't you calling Future out by name? <laughs> why aren't you calling Drake out by name? For a nigga who lives in Canada, he makes a lot of money in America. Why aren't you calling him out? I haven't seen him protesting in Toronto. Toronto's got some fucked up issues too with their policing and their black community. But she don't want to attack them. They want She want to attack Cole, the most respectful nigga in the game. I'm sorry. I'm not going to respect that though. I love black women and I love you no name, but I'm not going to respect that decision. That was a poor decision. And I really hope that at some point someone gets in her ear and asks her to be a little bit more mature about this. Because I mean, if you listen to that, that if you listen to that J. Cole song and you get you get aggressive uh, uh feelings from it, then you're you're definitely part of the problem. <laughs> you're definitely part of the problem. You because you're unwilling to 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 even ally with people who even might think a little bit different than you who have 99% of the same goals and might think differently than you on one situation and that's and that's the kind of shit that that makes uh white liberal what they call sjw's completely useless because when people see them they no longer trust them because they realize you're more concerned with yelling at people than giving them forgiveness mm-hmm. no one's interested in that shit so that whole beef has been really heavy on my heart during this time. And so I really, I want to, I want, and I'm glad J. Cole stood on it. He stood on that shit. He's like, I, I said what I said, even if I'm wrong, I said what I said. I was being honest with you. Like people who get mad at people who are being honest with them, who aren't hurting them physically are fucking silly. And I only say that because I'm referencing a black woman because I have a lot harsher words for the general public <laughs> who do that kind of shit. Because it's just such a, it, 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 it's such really a repulsive immature. way to be. And it's super immature. And it gets no one anywhere. Like, you're not going to get what you want. Like, and that's another thing. It's like, dude, why don't you at least try to work towards your goal? Like, I get it. You're mad at him. But what is your fucking goal? That you go get Mad Libs to make a trash beat for your trash song? Like, I should have disappointed me that Mad Lib added his fucking his 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 talents to that to that kind of chicanery. Like, come on, dog. If she wants to do that, go ahead, do it. That's on you. You're an artist. I'm not here to patrol your art. But at the same token, damn nigga, let her go fucking run off the off the off the hill. Don't jump off the edge with her. That don't make no sense. But anyway, there is that going on. But also in that similar vein, Lil Baby put out an album, The Bigger Picture. Or was that the name of the track? I only heard... I, I didn't actually listen to the whole album yet. But he put out a track named The Bigger Picture. And... Woo, woo, the calls for that to get a Grammy, I think, are well merited. The song is just super powerful and moving. And it was funny because he took a lot of footage at protests. But then they killed YG for... That's why I didn't want to kill YG for for for, for doing... For taking footage at a, at a... But nah, you know what? YG took footage at a memorial, not a protest. I think there's a difference there. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I will track that. Um, Lil Baby did it right. He he took footage and it was fresh. He had, a, he had one of his little homies flying a drone overhead. You know what I mean? Like, totally not... Because he was protesting. Like, he was not involved with the filming. Like, it was all candid, the filming that was going on. But um, it was there was nothing staged about it, from what I understand. But the song itself is just, it got a great beat. Ba- Lil Baby's flow is ridiculous. Like, it's a really uplifting, it's a great protest. Like, I'm, uh, I'm glad that he's making uh, the anthems for the protest. He's making the soundtrack for these protests right now. I appreciate that. I really, really do. Yeah, um, and he's doing cool. a great job at it, boy. Whew. But yeah, alrighty, let's move on a little bit from from protest matters. Um, Kyrie Irving. So the NBA wants to open back up. Uh, there's been a lot of back and forth about how they're going to open up, what the policies will be, how the games will be played. And it doesn't seem like it's in the player's best interests, from from what I understand. And Kyrie Irving 
stepped out and said, you know what? Nigga, if they're not willing to, to set up the league in our favor, then why don't we just make our own league? Which is huge because there's also um a footballer from from I don't I think he plays in Europe, but he's African. Okay. If I if I remember correctly. I don't remember his name. Um but he's also talking about like why do we submit to FIFA? FIFA is like the worst fucking thing ever. <laughs> like if all the black players decided to just stop playing for the white teams, you know that that FIFA would crumble. We could start our own league. And I really support this push for for sports stars to actually start their own leagues. Well, yeah, I think they definitely got the bread for it. And at this point, that, a lot of them should have the connections as well. One thousand percent. And that was the big thing with Kyrie Irving is that like after he said that, everyone was like, but wait, wait, can we do that? Like, do we? And upon upon investigation, yeah, they got the bread for it. They could if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. But and, and that's that that's that that mentality. Like, you got to get out of that mentality of using someone else's platform because, yeah, y'all have the bread. Even if everything was perfect, you still should go start your own league. You still should go start your own league. Mm-hmm. Same way you don't pay for any real artist to sign to a label. It doesn't pay for these 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 men to, to be playing a sport for people who don't respect them. It's never in their best interest. At this point, they've many of them have played long enough to have the fortunes that they don't need to kowtow. They don't need to kowtow to nobody just to make money. They're good. Yep, exactly. And so, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to see how that progresses because, of course, people started attacking him. They were like, "Oh, you're just doing this because you're not playing on the team you want to play for, and this and that." And I was like, mm. "He's like, you're right. So I'm gonna create my own team. Problem solved." Yeah, but <laughs> that, and that was my whole point. Was like, "Yo, dude, even uh, if you so, are right, he is still right. right. Like your 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 retort did not counter his point <laughs> whatsoever." And so, yeah, it was it, it was really good. It's like to you're hear. right. I am dissatisfied. And I'm going to solve my problem. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, the idea that you are a professional of a of a, a, of an industry and you don't get to choose what company you work at is crazy. Now, I guess they say that they all work for the NBA, but even then, mm-hmm. when you work for a company, you apply for a, a position. Department. Yeah. yeah, a department. You know what I mean? So if he is not in the department he wants to be in, you don't work for all of Coca Cola, nigga. No. <laughs> You know what he I mean? Answer the phones at the receptionist desk. If he wants to go, if he wants to go from wherever he is to another team, he should have every right to, especially if the team is willing to have him. And I'm pretty sure no one is turning away Kyrie Irving. Pretty sure no one's turning him away. Do your thing, you know what I mean? So, thing. like the whole idea of attacking him because of this idea is just is fallacious on the face of it. But um, yeah. So I was really happy to hear that you got Akon City hitting phase one. <sighs> Given his recent uh, behaviors, yeah. I am very much inclined to say that this nigga is literally trying to make the biggest dream farm known to man. <laughs> like this city, because be when you look at the contractors who are coming into the city, they're not black owned contractors. They're not even African contractors. Really? So there's that. There is the fact that he plans to control the currency inside the city. Mm-hmm. He wants to have 100% control over that currency, which I don't know if I trust Akon as an economic advisor. If I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, maybe it's because he wants to try something new. Um, he wants maybe to, to because... pilot the cryptocurrency in a city. But at the same token, I don't know if that's the time. Like, that seems like you're doing a lot at once. Yeah. And then on top of that, he's going to own all the airways. So he's going to be playing. He's going to be streaming all his shit. So he's making money off of off of off of pretty much everything in this city, which like I get it. You know what I mean? It's not his money. You know what I mean? He's borrowing the money from a European investment firm. So it's like you're not putting up your money. So any of this money that outside of what goes to the um to the back to the the investors to recoup their investment that's not how a city works the money that's generated in the city has to be spread out amongst his population and everything that he's doing right now adds up to him making a lot of money and i don't know how you you have a thriving economy 
when the main proprietor of that com- that, that economy is a single person. He's centering all of this, this economy around him and his projects. And that's not, no. There's a reason why we don't want Donald Trump to have access to his, um, his, his, his companies while he's president. It's problematic because your interests might not lie in the best interest of the people. It might lie in the best interest of your company. And that's not appropriate when you head up a, mini, a mini municipality. And so as much as I want to big up black excellence, I know I've called him out as as representing black excellence in the past. Uh, yeah, he's been on a questionable streak recently. Very questionable. So I, I'm hoping for the best. I'm not going to kill the man yet. But at the same token, it I don't look good. <laughs> it, it looks like a very large, like scam but yeah <laughs> i do I, I didn't want to call it out as a scam but at the same token like it just seems like a massive stream farm and stream farms are scams they're just used to manipulate money to make pennies you know like fractions of a cent at a time i really hope that that's not what it is <laughs> but yeah um we got so they're trying to cancel chris D'Elia. are they for what so evidently there's a bunch of young girls accusing him of of talking to them or trying to sleep with them when they were too young. But the evidence that they show is all circumstantial. And I'm listen, I believe women in general when they when they come off and say they're sexually assaulted. But when like all things, you got to provide some form of evidence. He here he says she said can't be used to destroy someone's life. Because trust me, at least in reference to me, if I find out that you're a pedophile, you're dead to me. Mm-hmm. And if your livelihood yeah, depends yeah. on people like me supporting you, that might be a problem. And so as I typically would do, I said, I looked into it a little bit just to make sure that I'm not killing somebody who doesn't deserve it. And a lot of the shit they were showing was circumstantial. Like there was a picture of him because at no point does he know that they're young girls. Because okay. none of these girls looked under 18 and so there's no point in which that there's clear evidence that like oh look i am 16 years old you still want to talk to me that's not what happened right he took a picture and the picture was completely benign with most of these girls it's not like he's touching them up it's not like a prince andrew picture (laughs) he is a comedian who is no no (laughs) he's a comedian who is popular with young white women because he makes fun of pop culture people so of course he's popular among young white women he took fan pictures with some of them Mm-hmm. So they took separate fan pictures and matched it up with a bunch of tweets that also did not show them. So there's no way to to match that he knows that the person who he's talking to in, on Twitter is the person in this picture. Which makes me feel like, um, what order did this happen in? Right. Did you take a picture? Did he tweet you a bunch of shit? And you were like, ha ha ha, watch, I'm going to get this nigga. And then you went to one of his shows and took a picture, picture of the fan. And now you're doing this? I don't know. But what you're show, what what these girls are doing isn't adding up, and moreover, it's like, yo, take this shit to the authorities, nigga. Stop twittering this shit. If this nigga fucking assaulted you, take that shit to the fucking cops. I'm tired of niggas looking at Twitter like they the police. <laughs> because let me tell you, they be doxing niggas on Twitter. That's how they get all those racist white people. They put their information public on Twitter, and I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that. If I have a problem with you, I'm not gonna put your information. And I have your address. I'm going to pull up, nigga, if I have a problem with you. But going to Twitter and then, you know, doing all this shit. Now, mind you, I'm very glad Twitter is doing this to racists because they <laughs> don't deserve any quarter. Facts. But to the general Fuck people, em. like, if you're not if you're not pulling out some egregious shit, yo, leave niggas alone. Yo, what are you doing? If this nigga's a rapist, go to the cops. What you doing on Twitter? Fuck out of my face with that. Like, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like... Don't tell me that that as a white woman, you're not protected. I don't believe that. Definitely don't believe that. Go to the police. Go to your father. Go to somebody who loves you and let them know so that they can help you get this right. But don't go on Twitter and dox a nigga to try to get him canceled for no fucking reason. That's trash. But yeah, so they trying to kill the man for that. They also trying to kill Lecrae. 
because oh. Lecrae <laughs> Lecrae involved himself in one of the worst, most egregious displays of white privilege ever known to man. Yeah. Ever known to man. Um, so backstory, Lecrae was trying to do a, uh, he was doing a, uh, a public discussion with two popular Christian figures, white men. Um, the back and forth was not productive, but benign for the majority of it until at one point, one of the, the, the elderly white men decided, you know what? I think this is the time for me to, to, to pull out the yata. And he was like, yo, let me spice by the way, y'all niggas don't seem to understand that white people just don't like the term white privilege. So why don't we work on changing that? And so his his uh, uh, alternative to white privilege was calling it the white blessings of slavery. Ooh, that was the white guy's alternative. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now they were killing Lecrae because now, based on his recollection of the of the incident, he's sitting there listening to it and he's fervently trying to think of okay, how do I how do I deal with this? Oh, yeah. So he, while he's thinking, he's bobbing his head up and down, and people are killing him like. <laughs> Oh, nigga, you just going to shake your head to this shit? You just going to shake your head to the white blessings? Oh, shit. I didn't know that. That's really funny. And so they killed him that is like hilarious. he was agreeing with him. That's fucking funny. Based on his recollection, he wasn't agreeing with him. He was fo- He was more focused on his thoughts on what he was saying because pretty was, much after he, he said panicking. that, he realized, oh, this is going downhill. Yeah, he was panicking for sure. Yes, he was panicking. <laughs> and so I, he released a, a statement afterwards extremely gracious extremely attentive to the to the critique and i think i i personally ain't i'm not gonna kill him for that like yeah i hope you know better now bro stop playing with these white people they're trying to put you they're trying to make you look crazy you know what i mean hopefully he won't do something like this again your platform and spin racism bro yeah because that's the thing is that he's more popular than both of those niggas that's why they let the black man on the stage you know what i mean like clearly he was bringing clout to them and so don't let them use you like that. You know what I mean? Like, don't let them use you to validate their their white guilt. That's when you got to hit him with the face to make him know that he just said something retarded. You know, and that would have been better off if, like, oh, you gave him, like, I a mean, screw face. I at didn't least. mean retarded. I meant very stupid. I know. You know, you know Even what? Even though you're not supposed to conflate those two things. I know. And, I, and I'm with you, bro. Like, I, I, not that I like to be word police, but. You got to be mindful of the way that you use words, especially today, especially in this moment, because what I don't want to do is is get no named. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, queen. Yep. Yo, just when you're talking to niggas, you might want to use a different tone. What do you mean, nigga? You massaging? Like, nah, B. <laughs> nah, B. I don't want to get no named in this shit right now because um, this moment is way too important. Um, but yeah, so they were killing Lecrae for that shit. And I felt so bad for my man. Um because I genuinely think whether you like his music or not, whether you dig his personality, he's a good person. Like, just as a, a person, I've heard so many accounts, like, everyone he touches generally, directly, in terms of uh, of his message, is uplifted. And that, I think, is is a is a talent that, that is, is, should be lauded. And so, yeah, I hope they don't kill that man too much for that shit. Mm. Um... What else been going on? John Legend versus Alicia Keys is the next fucking versus, my nigga. I'm that so amped lit. for this, nigga. I that love those two lit. artists. Yeah, I'm definitely amped Yo, for that man, one. John Legend music go way back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember um, the the first time I bought a John Legend album, it was in, uh, I just gotten out of AIT after basic training, and the girl that I was crushing on went to a hotel during fourth what what holiday during a four-day weekend i remember what, i don't remember what hot dog holiday it was and she had like a train run on her so i was like devastated the, 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 the video was going around the barracks so this is me walking around baltimore listening to john legend <laughs> fully hurt bro yeah fully hurt. like I'll well thank you have... for sharing <laughs> i'll always have special memories of that album for Wait, that no reason. not for nothing i went through my first long-term relationship breakup right as ordinary people came out yeah and as in and no my nigga like it was the first time like full straight on michael jordan sodden cheeks bawling yeah. watching a video because if you look at that ordinary people video and you're a real human being who's had real relationships, what? 
what? When they're arguing? Oh, my nigga. So, yeah, hugely impactful yeah, for sure. that. Um, I, I love all of his features. I love what he did with Higher, with Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I love I love the person John Legend is. Like, yeah. I like I just that he can make fun of himself. You know what I'm yes. Saying? John Legend on Between Two Ferns was pretty hilarious. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. And so I, I love John Legend. And Alicia Keys is just yeah. a phenomenon. Just yeah. like literally probably yeah. my favorite female really? R&B uh, Taking all the way back to songs in A minor. Uh, and, and you know what I love is that she sings. She plays the piano. She, she's articulate. You could see her growth. It's just she's she Alicia Keys is one of the people who it kind of saddens me that she that she decided to kind of pull back from the public eye as much after she started her family with Swizz. Um, not because I'm mad at her for for choosing her family, but because I appreciated what she was bringing to the table so much, and just having less of that is I'm never going to be happy with that. But right, you man, feel the absence. Yeah, man. Oh, I can't wait for that one, man, because. Dude, you could choose almost any twenty any twenty tracks out of the yeah. discographies, and I'm gonna fucking love every song. Yeah. I don't even think this is one that I can say one is better than the other. Yeah. This is another one where I just think it's gonna be a great performance, and I I actually like that better. I actually like that the competition is only to see who can make this particular performance the best. It's yeah. not about oh my song was better here, my song was better there. It's about who can make this performance the most live and entertaining yeah. that is the kind of competition i can get with i'm really excited for the their two personalities i think is, is gonna be really yeah they have great personalities yeah. for this too and um like i want to see if john legend is gonna babyface swag it out you know what i mean it's like oh that's nice what about this one <laughs> babyface has got to be one of my favorite ones to have watched because <laughs> babyface made teddy riley's like over rambunctious performance just make him seem kind of childish <laughs> sometimes he's gotta swag it up you know what I'm yeah man but yeah so that was that was a really good thing that i uh that i was happy to hear for um so let's see do we have any more entertainment topics uh no let's move on to a little bit of politics it's going to be a short one um so boots riley is organizing probably the most impactful the most impactful thing that could be happening right now he's doing a he's organizing a work stoppage of longshoremen on the west coast now that sounds oh that might fly under your radar if you don't know but if you're in the know longshoremen are responsible for somewhere around 70% of the GDP that comes into America through foreign trade. 70%. It's got to get off that boat. And most of that is on the east on the west coast. Cuz I mean you got you have the 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 harbor in New York, the harbor in Boston, you have Miami. But those are all really uh harbors for for uh entertainment. You know what I mean? A lot of the ships that come in there come for cruise destination type stuff at least for miami boston harbor is 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 very big on on commerce and new york harbor is 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 uh pretty big on commerce but west coast nigga you got the biggest i think oakland is actually responsible for the largest amount of uh of goods coming in through through port you got san pedro and and la and san diego yeah some heavy hitters, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're organizing a work stoppage in favor of Black Lives Matter. This is going to be hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue out of pockets of companies. Yeah. This is the kind of shit they respond to. Shout out to Boots. Yeah. My that's nigga. Lit. That's pretty lit. That is, this is what I've been waiting for. This is why it makes me so sad that there's division in the social uh, spectrum of this. Because you got the labor spectrum is getting on board. It took them a while. It took them two weeks. But yo, the labor spectrum is about to fucking make the biggest hit out of all this. All of that looting and shit ain't shit. Wait until you see numbers of, of revenue failures after this. That's going to be hugely powerful. Um, and what it does is it says it, 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 it. And I am I I prefer I like having boots as uh as 
an advocate. Um, but it's going to show that when he starts putting shit out and he starts starts saying, hey, I'm organizing, they're going to have to listen. Because every time he can organize one of those, you're going to lose 100 yeah. milli. <laughs> yeah. You're going to lose 100 milli every time you piss him off. Yep. And let me just tell you, Boots is a radical, my nigga. Boots is a radical. So don't even get it twisted. He will continue to leverage his power in whatever way he can to abolish capitalism. Because he knows you cannot abolish the police without abolishing capitalism. If you don't abolish the system that, that feeds the police to make them as big as they are, trust me, whatever replaces them will be the same as them. And so that was, woo, I'm excited. So excited for that. I can't wait to report on the byproducts of what happens with that. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, and I even had I, oh, I had to call I had to call shout out to my boy Adon. He's got ties in the um in the Longshoremen's Union. I was like, "Yo, I'm a little bit dubious of this cuz when I first read it I was like, there's no way San Pedro is boycotting for Black Lives." <laughs> I'm sorry, That's but fair. San Pedro does That's not fair. fuck with back Black Lives. Period. Let's just be honest with each other. I've driven down I've gone to to, to places in San Pedro and people have asked me why I'm there. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, I don't think it's appropriate for you to ask anyone ever why they are somewhere in America. Yeah. Like, we have freedom of movement in this bitch. Feel me? You know what I mean? Watch like, me laugh in a nigga's face real quick. And so, yeah, it is that type then of again, place. Then again, I doubt I'd even answer that question. N- nigga, I wish I, I wish that I, 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 I could, I wish that I could have just walked away and ignored them. But I, those <laughs> niggas got guns. Now, niggas out there got guns. I'm not trying to, to to piss off. I'm not going out of my way to piss off nobody in San Pedro. Them some crazy white boys. But um, yeah, like when he confirmed to me that San Pedro is part of this work stoppage, it totally like that legitimizes legitimized the entire thing for me. And so yeah, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, I'm really glad that this is what's happening. Like this is the kind of shit that that's actually going to get something done. All of that looting and shit. I appreciate it, and 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 one another thing I wanted to point out is is that if you think that voting is powerful without civil unrest, then you've already been disenfranchised. If you think that voting is powerful because voting in and of itself is valuable, then you've totally missed the point of the '60s. You've completely missed it, because the only reason why Martin was able to be successful is because Malcolm. Showed them Scared what the alternative the was going to be. People. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we better deal with this guy. Yeah. Let's deal with the guns. guy who's not going to come in here with AK-47s to defend himself. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you know, like, this this, this uh, action that he's taking right now, Boots Riley is... And, and I think that Danny Glover and Angela Davis are also involved in this. Um, shout out to Danny Glover, too, man. I fuck with you. Um, this is an action that... I would be surprised if a week from today we don't see some major changes, at least from the the, the companies directly impacted by this work stoppage. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yes, and so and yeah, that was a huge. Too? Yeah, what's that? And the backups it's going to cause. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude! Do you see? Do you see how many containers fucking come yeah. off those ships a fucking mm-hmm. day? One day. One is... day of not doing that shit. Causes... Because, and you're right; it's the backup mm-hmm. because it's not like those ships are going to disappear. Those guys on those boats that are waiting in the because yo the guys who run on those tankers and stuff like that don't get to disembark. They have to sit in there on the fucking tanker waiting for the port to let them come and drop shit off. And so yeah, it's gonna be fucking. There's a lot of people that this is going to affect, and that's just getting more hands on deck. It's big ripples. Yeah, big ripples. I like that. <laughs> but uh, man. Border skirmishes between China and India. That's dangerous, bro. Yeah, everybody's heating up too. South Dude. Korea is blowing up fucking joint. Uh, uh, I mean, Yo, North Korea my is nigga, blowing you up. know, China released <laughs> a statement and said that America is a failed state, that it doesn't have the fucking. From a country that, that, that has internment camps for Muslim minorities, China has no fucking right to talk about the civil rights in America. And they're over there talk popping that good shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They yo, they released a statement saying America's a failed state. Now I agree. <laughs> but you can shut the fuck up. 
from your fucking hellhole over there. I don't want to hear that from yeah, you. Yeah, like get out of here. Anybody else say that but you? But China, fuck out of here. But That's yeah, hilarious. so there, there was a, I think like two dozen or so soldiers dead in a um, skirmish on the India-China border. That's big because these are two nuclear-powered uh, uh, countries. And moreover, I don't know what the fuck either of them want. It's dangerous when people are fighting for no reason. The border that they're fighting over is like, yo, my G, what? It makes me, and I am more inclined, I don't know if it's because of my bias against China, to think that China is trying to push its border south then I am inclined to think that India is pushing its border north. I don't know what's causing that skirmish, but we got to keep our eyes out on that because if that breaks out, that's a big problem. Yeah. It's a huge problem because the the way that the, the, the UN is set up, it's going to set off a lot of dominoes. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know what's going to happen. Like Russia, like Russia, first of all, Fuck the Ukraine, man. I just want to put that out there in the air because those niggas are fucking flying no Black Lives Matters banners at their soccer games. So y'all could eat a fucking dick. But those countries <laughs> That's could fucking extreme. Oh yeah, and they pull no up free Black De- Lives Matter. That's, yeah, and like free how, Derek Chauvin banners. I like how most racists are like all lives matter or blue lives matter, but these assholes are going straight up and nah. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Nah, and, and so I've come to understand that the Ukrainians and Russians are not allies. They're not allies. And so with that being said, I'm she in a world war, I I I would be angry if they tried to if America tried to side with them. That would be a huge problem because you know fucking Trump loves him some Putin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My nigga. Nah. Nah. Do not ally us with fucking Putin. If this nigga tries to ally us with Putin, I'm there's a good chance I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> I am outie. That's not it's not acceptable. Because all that is gonna do is embolden the white people in this country to fucking be more anti black racist. You know what I mean? And so I'm not with it. I'm not with that shit. This these world fucking events are coming together in a way that 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 don't spell anything good for the progress that we're making right now. So with that being said, definitely keep your eyes out for that. I'm going to be definitely reporting on that to, to, to let you guys know what's going on. Oh, you know what? I missed an entertainment topic that I did want to talk about. Did Do you it. know that um, Love and Hip Hop was made by the same people who make Live PD? What is Live PD? It's cops. It's cops, uh, but more violent. That makes sense. And that it's the sense. same company that makes love and hip hop. So Seems all like of that shit. Trying to put out a specific uh, idea Thank for you. black people. Thank you. This is what I've been trying to tell people, is. yo. They are trying to perpetrate an image of black people into the public sphere that is not real. They do so at the detriment of the black community, and we need to take hold of the narrative of who we are and stop letting white people control our narrative. Stop letting white people pay you to sell your fucking race out. Mm-hmm. This shit is trash. Trash. Terry Coons. Like, and this is what I'm saying. Even Carolina, who loves love and hip hop, is willing to not watch it knowing that it's supported by a company that will murder a man on TV and destroy the footage. Live PD was videotaping the cops while they murdered a man in the street. And instead of turning that over to the proper authorities, which would be the FBI, they fucking destroyed the footage. They want to destroy black lives. I don't care how many black people are on love and hip hop. It is an anti-black show. I hope I never see Joe Budden on that show again. Now that he knows what's going on, because nobody knew that. None of the people who are involved in love and hip hop knew that it was the same company that was actually. Oh, I shouldn't say that. They didn't publicly display their knowledge that that was going on until now. But now that it's public knowledge, all right, my nigga, no more, no more farces. Let me know where you stand. Yeah. You want to keep on taking that check? Cool. You ain't getting another cent from me, though. I will not support you to support them. Mm-mm, not happening. But I just wanted to point that out just to say we need to be mindful of the images of black people perpetrated in the media. The images of black death. The images of black disunity, the images of black criminality, 
Those are not real images. They are produced. Everything you see through your TV is fake. Everything. Even if they call it reality TV, even if they call it the news, it is produced to make someone money, which means it represents their best interests. So stop yucking up all these nasty ass images of the people creating such a deep social social misanthropy that we can't even get along. That shit is crazy. We got to stop consuming those images. It's unhealthy. But yeah, um, yeah. With that said, uh, we'll we'll wrap with um, we want to make sure that the Black Lives Matter movement is is solidified, not not embodying the disunity that comes from personal feelings. We want to encapsulate the idea that civil unrest plus voting is what makes progress, not just voting. Because if you vote in a system with you, when you have no solidarity, they will not do anything for you. And so you have to create the civil unrest to give them a reason as to why they should actually uh, capitulate to any of your demands. And another thing I want to just point out for, the, for this movement before we leave is stop blaming young people for shit. Stop blaming young people for not voting. Why are you blaming the the least educated, least politically savvy group. And that's not because they're stupid. It's because they haven't lived long enough to participate in the fucking system. They didn't make this system. Stop blaming them. Stop asking the people who are least equipped to participate in the voting fucking scheme to part to participate in the voting scheme. They will if they can. I know they will if they can. I've organized many of them to do so. Young people will vote when they can. But what I won't ask them to do is to sacrifice any part of their livelihood to vote for somebody who's a shitbag. Or I won't ask them to vote or, or to waste any part of their livelihood to participate in the system they don't trust. It's up to the system to show that it is trustworthy and worthwhile engaging with. So that's the last thing I want to point out just in terms of uh, uh, talking about the, the movement uh, right now is we love the young people. There are many of the people on the ground, but stop blaming them for shit. It's unhelpful. Fix your tone, queen. It's not, it's not good. It's not good to alienate the young people who are actually doing the hard work. The young black women and men and transgender people and non-binary people who are all fighting for the rights for people to be fucking equal. Stop dividing the cause. With that said, follow us on the socials. I'm mad Twitter fingers these days. It's very entertaining, I believe. Uh, at home, Heron on the Twitters. You catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. Yeah, and I'll leave you with these words. Time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Thank you, guys. Have a great one, man. Take it easy.